Welcome to Central American Voices Podcast. I'm your host, Alejandra Quiroz. Gracias por sintonizarnos una vez más. Hi, everyone. It's Alejandra. So nice to be back again here. And um, this episode, I'm going to have no guess. It's just going to be me. It's going to be more like an update, life update, telling you guys about what I, where I have been, what I have been doing, what I'm working on, some reflections and things like that, because it has been a really, really long time since I put out an episode. And I don't know, sometimes I feel like, uh, I don't know, I feel like you guys need to know why. And that is why um, I kind of wanted to do an update before starting to put more episodes because I didn't want it to be just like, oh, I'm back and here's another episode. You know what I mean? Um, for me, as I've has said many times, this podcast is like a community. And I've, and if, if you're one of the people uh, who text me, send me DMs, follow me on my personal um, social medias uh, and DM me, For me, you guys are my friends, and I feel like it's totally um, okay for me to share where I have been. <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, as you guys can say, I'm a bit nervous. I just want to say welcome again to Central American Voices Podcast. You, every one of you already know me. Um, my name is Alejandra, but if you're new... Hi, my name is Alejandra, and I am the host. And I have been missing from the podcast for around like um, three months already. I think, let me check when it was the, oh my God, June 28 was the last time I posted. Damn, that was a long time. <laughs> That's a lot, almost the whole summer. Wow. <laughs> so at the beginning of July, I came out with this limited merch for the podcast that was 50% for the podcast and 50% for a scholarship program that I'm going to talk later. Um, but uh, at the beginning, I remember I did uh, a raffle and I want to say thank you so much to everyone who supported. I was able to pay the website and a bit more thanks for the podcast, which that was nice. Uh, this is, After Susie left, this is just one person run. So I run everything from website, everything. Um, and sometimes my part-time pledge only job <laughs> um, does not cover everything. So it was really, really nice to have the support from you guys. And um, I will tell you later more what did that means so much to me. And thank you for everyone who was part of the free sale That was able to I was able to raise $115 for a scholarship program. Um, and I'll go more into details into the scholarship, but that was the beginning of July. Um I personally had a film of a commercial on July. And I was so excited. <laughs> well, I'm still makes me so excited. You know, uh as a someone who said a film, someone who wants to pursue her career as a producer, um, not only as a photographer. Which I'm gonna go more into details later. <laughs> I feel like I'm saying just like I'm gonna go into details later. <laughs> um, I was so excited. That was my first paid 
producing one. You know what I mean? Like, I just felt like inside my heart, I was like, oh my God, like, this is what I love to do. And we did it. It came out perfect, but there were some issues with clients. Um, things I can go more into details, you know, the all privacy, but instead of me, I felt like I felt, you know what I mean? Um, I felt like I did everything we can. The director did everything we can. I felt like for everything we did, we weren't, um, what's it called? But first we weren't compensated like our hard work and it wasn't appreciated and it wasn't, we weren't taken serious. Um, that's how I felt. And it made me really, really like sad. And even remembering, like, <laughs> I don't know if you can hear my voice, but um, kind of made me a bit sad to remember that because I was so excited. Again, I was so excited. Still makes me proud. But instead of me, I have the little, like, you know, like, idea of, like, being, putting all your work in and not being appreciated and feeling like, damn, like, no matter what you do, like, it will never be enough. You know what I mean? And Kind of with that, I went into a whole thing of feeling that, um, sorry, that no matter how hard we work for, <laughs> write a study for my status. And sometimes for the things that I want to create within this platform, I was never going to be enough. And I didn't feel that it was right to come and buy some guests, have an episode. When myself, I have created a whole series about mental health and how important it is for you to take care of yourself. And about imposter syndrome. Maybe I sent like a hypocrite, to be honest, to great content, but that was my fullest. Now you have to You guys already know I'm always crying, but <sighs> that's kind of how I felt. And I honestly felt really bad because it's like, kind of just did the pre sale and I left. Like, I probably share some stuff in social media and I left I was on TikTok probably the whole time I was sleeping the whole time and that was because I felt that no matter how hard I would work it would never be enough it took me like about like a, a month a month and a half to kind of realize I have to put myself you know I reach out to therapists. The whole the whole thing of insurance with therapists. I never got to one. Um, I started like planning some stuff and like, yeah, we're gonna do that, and then like not feeling motivated, and yeah, so that has been my month. <laughs> um, and not only I feel like it's. It wasn't like, no, not tanto estar así, sino like, I, I just felt like, you know, like, I just felt I couldn't do my best, you know, and 
I planned episodes. I wrote it down. I I reached out to some people and I didn't receive no answer. And it was this constant feeling of 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 I want to do it all for this podcast. I wanted to do it all for my family. And I'm feeling it up. Um, again, another thing on top of that, as you guys know, um, my situation in this country, you know, I'm undocumented, so having all the pressure, having to continue be like reinventándome, looking for what can I do outside of my part-time job to kind of like compensate the things that I have to pay, bills, like my family and all that, like all those things add up in that month. I don't know how can I, I don't know. I mean, it, it's just, it's just hard to sometimes put into words how I felt and how I felt like I didn't want to listen to nothing. I didn't want to do nothing. I was on social media. I was just TikTok because I just wanted to block my actual responsibilities because when I was able to come back and try to work, I just felt like it was, I was not enough. It's never going to happen. So that's my life update. <laughs> that's why I took a break. I always said that if I always wanted to take a break from social media, I was going to announce it, but I felt like, I don't know. I just feel so vulnerable. I just wanted to completely shut down my mind. Um, from that part and and again i didn't want to feel like when i booked that to come here do some any type of um episodes and not me feeling my fullest uh that's something that people who know me know that i want to give every single episode my all and this time <clears throat> sorry um this time made me realize that to not only think about the work of Central America Voices, but kind of like what is Central America Voices kind of was the journey that I want to take and was I want to focus more. Um, I did read a lot of emails, so thank you everyone uh, emailing me. I have always said that to always kind of like reevaluate yourself. So within that time that I was feeling down, I was continuing to reevaluate not only podcast but what i do personally what am i doing photography like all those type of things and even that you know like um i when i didn't put out it was always in my mind it was always in my mind of how can i benefit my community more how can what is things that is needed what is this you know like is it was always 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 on my mind how can i make this better how can i make more resources available how can i you know what i mean um the scholarship is just a step that i always wanted to create and i'll go in a bit more details but that time when i was in feeling my fullest i felt like i was able to think and try to direct and write in a specific journey that I want to take with the podcast. And that feels more natural for me. 
that feels more welcoming for everyone, that feels less intimidating. And yeah, like I receive an email saying, why you don't talk about Panama? And to me, that opened my eyes. It's like, yeah, Central American voices. I always said, I want to include everyone. And I'm here mostly just having episodes about the same countries. Why is that? Why are you doing that? Why are you repeating the same things that you said you were good on Tuesday in the beginning? So all those little things, all those little things I was able to think. I was able to learn a little more about social media in case for, you know, purposes for like advertising on that. I was able to think what I want to do, what specific things I want to do for the future, um, how I want to elaborate more on the episode, how can I make them more accessible to you guys. Um, how can I make more content for you and all that. Todo eso, todo eso, I swear. It was always thinking. I was on my work. I was um, <laughs> I was on TikTok. I was on my bed. It was always in my head. Um, but around August, I said, okay, that's enough. Get your, sorry for my mouth, get your ass together. Stop being lazy. Um, stop feeling like that. Um, I mean, Technically, I cannot just stop feeling like that. You know, it was a con- it was like a constant thing of being feeling like that. And even when my mom would tell me, Ale, what's up? Like, why are you not doing nothing with the podcast? I said, I remember telling her, like, well, sometimes it's good to take a time off for mental health. And I need it right now, so don't ask me questions. Um, but at the okay, I guess I was like, okay, you have to work. <laughs> and then <laughs> I plan all these things, all this and this and that. I sent some emails again, didn't read back, felt that, but I was like, okay, you need, need to stop. And for like that, if you don't have a guest, put it yourself, point blank. Um, even though like, <laughs> I, I don't know, I, I like to talk with other people. I want to bring more voices here. So, tampoco quiero que lo me estén escuchando a mí. And then came September and I had a cousin visiting. He came to visit from Honduras. He's a and when I tell you guys, I have never felt this before. That I, it was something that I needed. You know what I mean? He came for like two weeks. I was out for a long time. If you get follow me on my personal social media, you guys know. <laughs> I was like traveling to this place and then to this place with him. And I never felt how I felt. I had the feeling, how can I explain this? Like, how can I put this? Okay. So like during those weeks that I was with him, me sentí como cuando estaba pequeño en Honduras. I felt the, everything stopped for a bit. I was able to visit my family. I was able to talk with someone that I haven't seen in 10 years catch up and born <laughs> a lot of stuff that we didn't talk about. Recordando las cosas que hacíamos de pequeño. Talking about like el pueblo y la capi y todo. It just felt like for that weeks 
thing on service. Everything stopped and I was able to fully enjoy my family. Because here, I have my mom, I have my brother, you know, like I have my aunts, but I miss my cousins. I don't have no cousins here. And in Honduras, I was always with my cousins. I love my cousins, no matter about from my dad's side, my mom's side, when we're in the pueblo. So having that time with him, it was like, I don't know how to explain it. Like, it was just, it felt like it was something I didn't know I needed type of thing. And after he left, I just felt this kind of like, como algo, como, una, como algo, no voy a decir refrescado, but I don't, I don't even know what word to explain it. But I, it was like, I feel more, okay, let's go, continue. Let's keep going, type of thing. Because I was able to feel having family. And it's not that I don't feel that with my mom. My, God, my mom is my best friend, my brother, and all that. I do. But I miss my cousins. I haven't seen my grandma. My grandma's coming, hopefully, in December. So I'm so excited for that. Um, my cousins, too. But I haven't, I haven't had a cousin that is my age for the longest. That we have historia tras historia juntos. And having to just go back and talking with him and going all this part with him and being able to just talk everything out. It just felt like, I don't know. Yeah. So then, se me hizo tarde and I couldn't record this episode that I have planned uh, in September. So here we are in October. I'm even recording it late. I thought I was going to put it out um, at the end of September, but you know what I mean? Time happens and that it is what it is. So that's my life update. Um, kind of crazy. Um, kind of whole roller coaster. Um, but yeah, so that was my whole summer. <laughs> A whole roller coaster. So, <laughs> but I am working in a lot of stuff. Um, a bunch of stuff that I had planned before and it's crazy. And I mean, everyone who listens to this podcast, feel free to DM me and be like, no, you have a crazy idea. I don't do that. That's totally fine. <laughs> Email me. I like that. Oh, don't like, I do not like that. Don't do that type of thing. Um, I am super chill. <laughs> Email me, send me a DM in the podcast or my personal one. I'm always there on Instagram. I'm always there. I'm going to talk about Twitter. Because I have an issue with Twitter. <laughs> but just like I said at the beginning, um, even before Susie left, um, we had talked about the scholarship. And this scholarship goes back to, whew, I'll say years ago. When I was in high school, I was dream of having a nonprofit specifically for education for Central Americans. And that was because I truly feel that one of the issues in Central America is the lack of accessibility to education. And what I mean about this is that, yeah, there is public school, but how can I explain? Like, at some point, kids had to decide if they go to school or go to work. And I feel that that shouldn't be a decision for an eight-year-old, five-years-old. Uh, we see that a lot of 
things in Central America, but like it's trabajando en cafetales o vendiendo cosas en, la, en las calles. And I'm very vulnerable when it comes to kids and their education because when I was in Honduras, I was privileged that my mom had me in, my pri in the private school. And when I would see my cousins or friends that would lose school because of paro, stuff like that, I was always questioning why. You know what I mean? Why? What is the difference? Why do I have to go to school and like they don't? You know? Um, and it was, my mom will always blame me, like, you know, like, well, we pay for you to have a private school. Um, there are others who can't afford that. You know what I mean? I was always questioning that. And I think it, it become more, uh, what's it called? More like, damn, like, this is a problem. When I was, when I would see kids younger than me, working instead of a school um and i was over there in Honduras. so when i came here and i was so grateful that i was able to have an education go to college i made the like that was gonna be my one of my things that i always wanted to do is to work to provide like you didn't it wasn't i mean i can i cannot build school you know what i mean but um if i can provide something for for kids in Central America to have access to school supplies or a computer or internet um, and for people here to go to college because yeah I, I was able to afford college because of the DREAM Act and you know financial aid and scholarships. Scholarship was probably the one of the most important ones uh, and Uh, when it comes to schools over there, I see my cousins when then they have to have internet and then they're not in a computer and then they need to have at least a phone or like a tablet or something. And those things are not accessible. Over there. So all in that, that's always been in my mind. Okay. Always been in my mind. And I said, um, okay, I committed myself. Okay. Next year, when we turn two years, I'm going to finally have the scholarship out, you know, um, You know, things start little by little. So my idea is to have this scholarship done, like, fully for people to apply is March 1st. And um, be my goal is $1,000 to have raised to either have two scholarship funds or, like, one of $1,000. Um, yeah. So I have decided to start first with education here, as is what I can afford more at this moment to raise more money but at the same time um i want to with the years move to be able to provide school supplies over there um i don't have context <laughs> to all countries so that's why i'm starting here first um because i just feel like it wouldn't be fair to just start with Honduras. i just you guys know i'm Honduran. um But yeah, so the scholarship program, I call it Voices. Um, I mean, because it goes with the podcast uh, too. And because I feel like with having more Central Americans um, going to higher education here in the United States and uh, having more access to school supplies, school, school in general in Central America would not only like Bajarla, 
tasa de um, alfabetismo que tiene Central America. But at the same time, we always talk about more representation here than the United States. So that is one. And having more people going to college means that we will have more representation and probably more access to, like we have said, like probably uh, more Central American studies major, probably more like actual courses, actual history of our culture. Like we wouldn't have to be just blend into a general Latin studies. And at the same time, Central America is because having education probably give you more access. I don't know. I said probably just because, again, we all know the corruption and all that. But my I and my idea is having more education opportunities will give kids a something to dream of to do rather than always looking north. And I mean, we can talk tons about this. Um, I just recently found out that more people just stop going school because they're like well it's easier just to go over there i'm gonna make money and right now immigration is pretty hard and like the whole journey so countries do not invest invest in their kids education and i think that's a huge mistake so that's kind of how i've always planned to do the voices i call it voices fun voices scholarship wait but yeah that's kind of my idea is for the culture and that's what I'm working on. Um, if you guys want to support that scholarship, there's a link I'm going to put in our notes. You can donate directly or you can send it Venmo, just to our Venmo and just put the caption voices. And I know that for sure that it goes through the, um, to scholarship fund. Um, again, you can through PayPal and I have, I still have, a pre-sale going for hats and some sweaters. Um, and this is, I have no idea because I don't know. I'm not a very good person at like advertising. I'm, that's what I'm learning. <laughs> Social media side, you know that. But um, things like having merch, like sweater, hats, all that stuff is cool and all that. But um of course, I cannot pre-order and like having like that and just hoping people will buy it. You know, I have to do pre-orders because I don't have the funds to buy all the stuff. Um, but I was thinking to open a Etsy shop, I think, instead of just having my my website just because, I mean, it's, I don't know, maybe it's more accessible to everyone. Maybe there's more ways like pay-wise. Um, I don't know. That's what I'm thinking to have to set to move the podcast shop to the Etsy. So that's on the works. I still haven't decided, but that's kind of what I'm thinking just because um, the whole idea of having merch and things like that is not for me to keep money because I don't keep it done. Uh, it's for have funds for the scholarship and the other part, which is the podcast part, that fund stays in podcast and that will pay for, again, the editing, the website, the thing you have to pay, or if something comes up and, you know, people need donation, which is probably from there. That is what the funds get. Um, and the scholarship, th that will go completely to the scholarship. So, again, I'll just say that thank you to everyone. We have raised $115 and I'm so happy because, like, 
I don't know. It just made me so happy to, to know that. And yeah, I can, if you want to support the scholarship, uh, all the links will be in the episode notes. Or if you go to the website, you will know all the things. But yeah, again, and just to re- a reminder, the uh, the scholarship is not available. It will be available until March 1st. Uh, that's when I will know the total amount that we have in the fund, how I'm going to distribute it. Um, I'm so excited for the scholarship that I already created the, the application, but the application will be live <laughs> on March 1st. And yeah, um, I will put a whole team to help me decide who wins. I don't want to be the only one reading things, um, like paragraphs and essays. I want to be fair for everyone. So I want a whole team to read it. I already have people in mind and I don't know if it was a yes or not, but I will create a whole team to everyone to read into kind of score in and like the higher two will get scholarship everything. Um, because I wanted to be fair. I wanted to have people from different countries and, you know, Belize, Panama, Costa Rica, all that. Um, but yeah, I already have the whole thing, but I'm so excited for March 1st. I don't know. It's like, it's like a, this dream that I've always had to create like this scholarship program with the podcast that it made me so excited that I created the, the application without having the funds, but we'll get to there. I know we're going to get, we're going to reach our goal. So that's so excited. Another thing that I wanted to talk is that I want everyone to be part of this podcast. I want this podcast to be more interactive. I want this podcast to you guys feel that it's not something, someone who's just putting content in here, read it here, listen here. You know what I mean? I want this to be a more connection. I want it to be a community. I want it to, for us to be more united. And I always put like, oh, like you want to be a guest um, at the end of the year. I always put that. You want to be a guest, send an email and all that. This time I want, if some of you want to have someone specific to be a guest, I'm going to have a specific form. I'm going to link it down in the notes again. Um, you can submit the person you want me to interview. Um, why would you like to? And then if you have a contact form and not just reach out to them, um, that way I can make it work. The only the only kind of like category would be if they're Central American or they do any work around Central American. Um, just because, again, this podcast is about Central American voices. I want to be able to give the space for more Central Americans to come and talk, share those stories. And if they are not Central Americans, as long as they do any type of work within the Central American community, that is okay as well. So that I'm so excited because I feel like so many times I had like people reaching out, oh, I want to be a guest, but I never felt like, even if I put it in the story, I want everyone to be part of it. So if you want like a specific topic and a specific person now there's a form so you can submit it and i'm always reading my emails and if i don't get to use probably because i don't know i was in my own spam but yeah i'm always reading my emails especially right now so yeah this is the reason why i created this form i have a specific form for guests so a guest form if you want to be a guest there's a guest form again it will be in the notes there's another one that you can request a guest 
or a topic, it will be there. For it to be more interactive, I'm more active on Instagram. Sometimes I'm scared to put my face <laughs> in stories. And I, I don't know. Again, it will go back to the beginning. It kind of felt the same way. Like, oh, nobody's listening and all that. But I want you guys to be part of this as well. And I want this community to have a space, a safe space to come and discuss. I want to hear your your topic request. I want to listen who you want to listen. I want to be able to break what you want to listen. You know what I mean? And even, even on social media where I'm planning to create more content like reels or like stories uh, or like little posts about the episodes. That's another thing that I'm working, being more research, like being more that the episodes can have more resources outside of just an episode. That way, if you didn't have the chance to read it as long as you had the chance to read something, it will be so beneficial. I Did I say read it too? Simple? If you didn't have the time to listen to the podcast episode, you still have the resources on your social media. And that gives me one point. Twitter. Remember I said I'm more active on Instagram? Well, Twitter is another thing. I know... A lot of you guys love Twitter. I just, I'm, it's it's kind of weird because I'm an extrovert introvert, but I've been thinking of actually deleting that tweeting, the Twitter Central American Voices username. Why? Because I get scared of tweeting something. Even if I post the same things, I don't, I am not a Twitter person. Maybe I would just go and retweet stuff, but I don't know. I have gone through my mind and, you know, I want to pull my own in through the episodes, pull my own the Instagram. The Instagram post I automatically on Facebook, so that is okay. Um, and I even I even thought of opening it TikTok, but I feel that is too much. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so let me know if you think that I should delete the Twitter page and then I should open the TikTok page. Or I should just stay with Instagram, Facebook. Reason is because I am not a Twitter person. I am not. Yo me meto a Twitter a chismear. And that is that reality. I go on trending. Chismeo lo que pasa con la política. En Honduras, en Estados Unidos. Que pasa en la farándula. Memes. I retweet some stuff on my personal. And that's it. Probably the most, like, cuanto yo me paso en Twitter. It's probably up to five minutes a day. Probably more, but that is that reality. I am not Twitter girl. I am. I have like mi respetos para todos los que tienen Twitter because you have, have the art to actual tweet something and it's so powerful. But I can't. I just. I feel sometimes. And then that gets me to another point that probably I missed. Um, that I very self-cautious of my accent and my grammar. Because as you guys know, I'm a documentator. I'm from Honduras. I came here when I was 14. I'm going to turn 10 years, actually, on November 30th living in this country. So sometimes 
cuando grabo episodios. I get so self-conscious of my accent. And it's not because I don't like it. I love my accent. I love when people tell me you have an accent. I love it. Pero escucharlo cuando estoy, edu cuando estoy editando makes me crazy. I just, I have to edit. You know, I edit it, but it just makes me crazy because I'm like, oh my God, ¿por qué pronuncio eso así? Pero bueno, I have to grow from the face. I have been doing better. I have been part just like, I'm not going to edit that part. Like, that's how I sound, that's how I am. That's it. I'm just going to stay with that. But in my grammar, I do pay Grammarly. Thank Grammarly for the grammar because I need to check on my grammar. But yeah, that's why Twitter makes me un poquito me da miedo. So, that's why I'm not a Twitter girl. Yo ahí no me meto chismear. That's the reason. Um, I'm more in Instagram, so I kind of want to be able to have more content in one place. Um, but I don't know. If you guys think I should keep Twitter one, let me know. It's just, it's just an idea. I have discussed this with my friend, and I'm just like, yeah, I don't think I should have that one. But, um, yeah. So, as you heard, I already went in a rant of my life update, what I'm working on, how you can request guests and topics, and yeah, and why I don't like Twitter. <laughs> anyway, this episode is going to be all over, but I guess you guys are going to have a little bit of more of my personality. Personality. Because I feel I haven't had this one of how a bit I'm not gonna create crazy but yeah I call myself so crazy crazy I am um I'm very talk I, I like to talk pero yo me pierdo you know I'm that type of person that I'm talking to you and then I'll put like five different topics in the same one and then I will never finish it I am that person but I didn't I kind of want to reflect for everything I have shared with you guys um you know I kind of want to give you an advice Because, I mean, you know, I'm an advice, but I still want to give you an advice. Take it from me that if you're someone who creates content, someone who posts content or some, or even if you don't post content and you just have your personal social media, it's okay to take a break without telling nobody. I do feel bad at this point. That I didn't tell you guys that I was going to take a break. But I shouldn't be feeling bad. Because I need to take care of myself in order to give my fullest. And no es una obligación that I have to give my fullest, but I need to take care of myself. And I want everyone to know that, that you need to take care of yourself. If you are overwhelmed, if you're burned out, if social media, it feels that it's consuming you. It feels... You know, ¿cuánto fue? Hace poquito, ¿no? Como que social media, como que Instagram y Facebook les dio algo ahí como que no quisieron funcionar por todo un día. Hasta el WhatsApp. Um, if you were feeling like, oh my God, that feels so nice. Take a social media day off. A whole week if you want to. And don't explain people why you're taking it. I feel well wrong. I sometimes feel overwhelmed 
because I don't only have to do stuff for the podcast. I have to do stuff for my for for the photography one. I have to edit episode. I have to edit picture. I have to send contract. I have to like that is all those things are overwhelming. And I need to understand that I can only do so much. And at the same time, I need to be present with my family. But in order for me to be able to be present for my family, to for to be present for the community and to be present for my clients, I need to be, okay, I need to be at my fullest. I need to be good with myself. So it's okay to take a break. Take a break. Relax. Stay in TikTok just like I did for like a, three months. <laughs> um, like, and... Yeah, sometimes feeling burnt out um, is overwhelming too. Because you're like, why do I feel like this? But I'm not a therapist. I'm just telling you for personal experience that I felt. I felt very overwhelmed. I was doubting myself. I felt, I don't know, very sad and tired. And yeah, I said, yeah, let me take a break. And for some reason, my break was like, let's go to TikTok. Let's laugh about life and tiktok tells me stories and news yeah i don't know it's kind of crazy in there but yeah so this is my whole rant oh my god i feel you guys are gonna be crazy <laughs> again this is my first episode with myself i don't know you tell me if you like life updates once every three four months type of thing and yeah um i'm so excited that after this episode we're actually going to have have more guests that way we get more things to talk about but remember you can now start requesting and suggesting guests and yeah i'm so happy to be back and i'm so excited for what is about to come not only for the scholarship but for the whole podcast and for everything um also, if you want your organization, school, club, community center, or any type of event for me to be part of, either as a speaker, you want me to come in, representation in media, um, Central America, Erasure, um, those type of topics, I'm now open to bookings. I am so excited that I have already been reached out. So you know who you are you listen to this podcast so thank you so much um yeah i'm now open for that just reach out to me uh let me know let's work things out um but just as a disclaimer i will not talk about afrocentric americans experience indigenous experience because i am not them and i am not qualified to speak up on their behalf topics that i can is about representation in media as Someone who studied journal only film, but do a lot of media stuff and Central American erasure. But I am not qualified to speak on behalf of other communities within the Central American community. If you'd like to support the podcast, you can donate through the link in our notes or become a patron. Visit our website, centralamericanvoices.com, for more information. And don't forget to follow us in all our social media formats for more content. And I'll talk to you in our next episode.